Abbott and Costello program with the music of Carl Hoff and his orchestra, our singing star Amy Arnell, and spotlighting that chunky, chubby little cherub who, when caught putting a pair of asbestos gloves in his Uncle Artie Stebbins' pocket because he heard him say he was going out with an old flame, she calmly says, I'm a bad boy! I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I don't know enough about you. Just when I think you're mine, you try a different line. And baby, what can I do? I read the latest news, no buttons on my shoes. But baby, I'm confused about you. You get me in a spin, oh what a stew I'm in. Cause I don't know enough about you Jack of all trades, master of none And isn't it a shame I'm so sure that you'd be good for me If you'd only play my game You know I went to school And I'm nobody's fool That is to say until I met you I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I don't know enough about you. You know I went to school, and I'm nobody's fool, that is to say until I met you. I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I don't know enough about you, baby. About you. Hey, Costello, Costello, where have you been for the past three days? You would go out of town when I need you. Do you realize that today is the most important day in my life, Costello? Yeah. I finally bought an engagement ring. You bought an engagement ring? Yes. You did? Yes, Lou, old pal. Doesn't it thrill you? Doesn't it make you happy? Uh... Mm -hmm. Well, why, why don't you say something? Yeah, but I, I don't know what to say. Oh, come on, say anything. <laughs> I'm so young, I'll have to get my parents' consent. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Dummy, I didn't buy the ring for you. Tonight I am proposing to the wealthy widow, Mrs. Carlotta Cranberry. Carlotta? Yes. Ah, <laughs> a lovely woman. She made her money selling used cars, you know. Oh, I see. A sort of used Carlotta. No. <laughs> Costello, this is no joking matter. Carlotta is a beautiful girl. Oh, yeah. That's what you said about your first wife, Clementine. No, no, no. Don't talk about my first wife. Clementine was a good kid. Mm -hmm. When I met her, she was a trapeze artist with a circus. Yeah, she was so bow-legged, when she put her tights on, she looked like a pair of pliers with a band-aid. <laughs> listen, Costello. <laughs> Costello, will you listen to me? Clementine was a beautiful woman. Why, oh. she could sway men with her back turned. Yes, sway back Clementine, they called her. <laughs> Costello, what makes you so bitter about marriage? Oh, I don't believe in marriage, Abbott. Marriage is like soup. Marriage is like soup? Yeah, after you get through spooning, it cools off. <laughs> trouble with you, Costello. This is your whole trouble, Lou. You don't know, you don't know what love is. Oh, uh, yes, I did. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, you did. 
Make up your mind. Do you know what love is? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> little birds make love. That we know. Little butterflies make love. Even peanuts make love. That... Peanuts make love? You'd be surprised what goes on inside those shells. Oh. <laughs> I... I'm... I'm talking about old-fashioned romance. When I was courting my first wife, uh, Clementine... There was a big grandfather's clock in the parlor, and we right. used to sit and listen to it tick. Uh -huh. It said, take your time, take your time, uh -huh. take your time, uh -huh. take your time. Yes, habit. Maybe true, but uh, things are different with modern lovers. What do you mean? The day when a fellow sits in a parlor with a girl, there's an alarm clock on the mantel that says, get together, get together, get together, get together, get together, get together, get together. Well, I'll never forget that old together, grandfather's clock, Lou. I'll never forget that old clock. You know, the day I married Clementine, it stopped. Your wife must have looked at it. And Costello. <laughs> when I married my wife, everybody said it was a perfect match. Match is right. She struck you and you went out like a light. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm not henpecked. Not henpecked? Before you were married, you used to snore. Now you tackle. All right. <laughs> Never mind my face. Will you stop that? Forget about Can my face. Can I voice. help you to well, do all right. it? <laughs> Not talk about those things and forget about my first wife. Now, this marriage is going to be different. What a lovely girl Carlotta is. Every night I'll sneak into the parlor and catch her in my arms. Yes, then you'll sneak into the bedroom and catch her in your pockets. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear another remark about Carlotta Cranberry. Okay. She's a member of society. Did you ever rub shoulders with the 400? No, but I rubbed hips with the 500. <laughs> where, where was that? At the Palladium. Oh, Costello. Costello, I've invited... I've invited Carlotta here for dinner tonight. She thinks that I'm a big shot. And I want you to act as my butler. Can you butler? Can I what? Do you know how to butler? Do I know how to butler? Yes. I'll split a butler with you anytime. <laughs> I want you to serve the dinner. You understand, Louie? I want you to serve the dinner. And, and get, our, get out our finest dishes and silver. Have you seen my uh, sugar bowl? Have I seen your what? Have you seen my sugar bowl? No, but she plays a nice game of pool. Uh, no, no, no. You're going to mess up. This. You'll mess up everything. You'll mess up my whole evening home. Mrs. Cranberry will ask for an hors d'oeuvre and you'll hand her a demitasse. Look who's trying to learn me. Demitasse. That word ain't demitasse. It's demitasse. Listen, it's demitasse. Listen, don't you know the first thing about etiquette? Now, there you go with another one. That's not etiquette. It's a tickety. <laughs> You don't have to tell me about a tickety, Abbott. I'll go out and buy that book by Emily Pillar. I, no, no, no. You mean Emily Post. I'll read the both of them. <laughs> both of them? Yeah, I'll go from Pillar to Post. Oh, no. You don't have to read Emily Post. I'll tell you what to do. I'm up on all forms of social etiquette. Oh, you are, huh? Oh, yes, I am. Well, let me ask you a question, Abbott. Now, tell me this, Abbott. When you reach over to light a cigarette, will you light a cigarette with your right hand or your left hand? <laughs> I'll light it with my right hand, of course. That shows you how dopey you are. What do you mean? Most people use the mask.
Costello. Costello. Now, Mrs. Cranberry is due here at 8 o'clock, and it's my cook's day off. Can you imagine that? Now, where am I going to get somebody to cook? I'll call Lana Turner right away. Oh, Costello, Lana Turner can't cook. She always brings me to a boil. All right. <laughs> when you talk sense, Costello, I have to get some food right away. I'll tell you what you do. You go around the corners of that little restaurant. You'll see a sign in the window that says, Mother's Home Cooking. I'll go in and ask for Mother. Okay, I'll go right in. And then when I... What does the sign say? It says, Mother's Home Cooking. Oh, why should I go in the restaurant and ask for Mother if she's home cooking? <laughs> mother isn't home cooking. Well, where is she? She's in the restaurant. Didn't you just tell me that the sign said Mother's home cooking? Well, that's right. Then how could she be in the restaurant? Does Mother live there? No, she lives at home. Then what's she doing in the restaurant? Home cooking. <laughs> that sign is making an awful liar out of Mother. Wait a minute. It's after 6 o'clock. The restaurant is closed anyway. Mother wouldn't be there. Uh, where would Mother be? Well, she's probably uh, home cooking. Let me smell your breath. <laughs> Come on, Costello. We haven't got a minute to lose. We'll have to go around to our friends and find somebody to cook the dinner or dig up some food. Yeah, maybe my old girlfriend, Tessie Timfoil. Maybe she could help us out. Well, come on. Come let's, on let's go over go. to her house. Well, here's Tessie Tinfoil's house. I hope she's home. Go ahead and knock. Hello, Tessie. Oh, hello, Mr. Abbott. And there you are, my fat little lover boy, Louis. Come to me. Let me hold you in my arms. Let me crush you to me. Well, say something, little lover boy. How can I? You got your knee on my chest. <laughs> Let me up! Oh, Louis, I'll bet you came to take me for a ride along the beach. It'll be so romantic. We'll drive to some out-of-the-way place where you can make love to me. I'm very appealing over candlelight and wine. You wouldn't appeal to me over beer and a flashlight. Tessie, <laughs> 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 I came to you for help. I'm entertaining a big society woman for dinner tonight, and I have no cook. Uh, could you help me out? Oh, I'd love to, Mr. Abbott, but I've never been able to cook. I'll never forget the first meal I ever cooked. My husband sat down and ate it and left me. You mean he walked out on you? Why, no, he didn't walk out. Six men carried him out. <laughs> hey, um, look, Abbott, maybe Scotty's wife's home, and maybe we can get her to help you. Come on, I'll knock on the door. Go ahead. Oh, what do you want? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you doing here? Where's Scotty? Uh, Scotty's out of town. He went to San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco? Pismo Beach. <laughs> yeah. He went down there and hired a boat to go out on the water. On the water. On the water. Water? No, thanks. I don't want to rush my stomach. Look, mister, I'm in a spot. I need somebody to cook my dinner. Oh, you came to the right place. I make a wonderful stew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Costello. The actress, Bessie May Moocher, just pulled up in front of her apartment. Yoo-hoo! Uh, Bessie! Oh, good evening, boys. Isn't this a lovely, balmy evening? I love to see the sunset behind the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> Isn't it too, too enchanting? Oh, yes, it's just too, too divine. <laughs> It is Tutu Devine and utterly picturesque queen. <laughs> Bessie, I'm in terrible trouble. I'm trying to find somebody to cook for us tonight. Uh, could you help us out? Oh, goodness, no. 
I'm one of those helpless damsels. This morning, I even burned my harm. Harm? Oh, sure, Abby, you know what harm is. You fry it with oogs and sprinkle it with salt and pepper. (laughs) (laughs) I finally wound up with just a gloss of milk and a cruller. Why, you poor, poor lost. You mean you didn't have butter tooth? (laughs) But, Busty, can't you help us out at all? We have to have some food. Well, all I have in the house is some sauerkraut, some raspberry jam, and some pizza cooler. Pizza cooler? <laughs> oh, whatever. Jimmy, she's got a beetle of soda poop pipe. Peep, poop, peep, 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 peep. Well, I must dart in for my evening boss. I hope you have good luck with your dinner. And as they say, I didn't have with that last joke. <laughs> Well, as they say in Russian, Penyamaya, my bublitsky to you. And a pair of my old britches to you, too. <laughs> Costello, what am I going to do? My lovely Carlotta will be at the house in exactly an hour and a half. And where am I going to get a cook? Well, Abbott, there's only one place left. Where? I guess you'll have to ask Mrs. Niles. Oh, hello, boys. Gee, Mrs. Niles, this is the first time I ever saw you in slacks. You have a nice shape. Wait a minute, Costello. My wife isn't here. Oh, pardon me, Ken. I didn't recognize you without your leash. Oh, quiet. <laughs> quiet, Costello. Where's Mrs. Niles? Well, she went downtown to get a beauty treatment. She's being offered a job as a cover girl. Magazine or manhole? <laughs> quiet, Costello. Will you please? Ken, do you know where I can get somebody to cook dinner for my girlfriend and me? Well, no, I don't. The only one in the house is a French maid, Fifi. Oh, wait a minute. I'll ask her if she can cook. Oh, well, Fifi. Oh, yes, Monsieur Niles. Oh, hello, Monsieur Abbott and Monsieur Costello. Hello, my little dish of pancakes. Pancakes? Why do you call me your little dish of pancakes? Because you're so nicely stacked. <laughs> <laughs> now, cut that out, Costello. Fifi, we need somebody to cook dinner tonight. What do yes, you say? Yes, Fifi. Could you see, I can cook anything. I can make frog leg francaise, but does that study the foie gras from the terre jardinière? How about cement mixer putty putty? <laughs> <laughs> Just name anything you want, monsieur, and you can have it. Come over here and kiss your poor old father. Wait <laughs> Coax me a little bit, coax me a little bit, a little, 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 little bit. Coax me a little bit, coax me a little bit, if you want to be kissed. I'll tell you what to say, here's what you got to say, pretty, 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 pretty please. I'm going to pout a bit till you give out a bit. And you really insist, oh, 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 shatter me with your flattery. You know the reason why I'm cheesy. What good is something that comes easy? Oh, oh, love is grand. If you understand, it all depends the way that you begin. How soon I'm in your arms. Coax me a little bit, coax me a little bit, a little, 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 little bit, a little, 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 little bit, a little, little bit more. 
love is grand If you understand It all depends the way that you begin How soon I'm in your arms So coax me a little bit Coax me a little bit A little, 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 little bit A little, 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 little bit Coax me a little bit more. And now, before we hear again from Abbott and Costello, here's music by Carl Hoff and the orchestra. My darling Carlotta will be here in a few minutes. I told you to get into your butler suit, didn't I? Where in heaven's name did you get those striped pants? What's wrong with them? The stripes are supposed to run up and down, not around. Oh, I bought, <laughs> I bought these from my Uncle Petey Reese. He just got out of Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd do something stupid. It's a good thing I sent for Professor Melonhead. He's coming here to teach you the duties of a butler. Now, let's... Oh, wait a minute. That must be him now. Come in. Ah, good evening, Mr. Abbott. Well, Costello, I understand that we only have a few minutes in which I can show you the finer points of catering. Now, let's get busy. <laughs> Mr. Costello, if you have one little ounce of intelligence, if you have one ounce of intelligence, I may be able to polish up your skill. One more crack like that, and I'll polish up your skull. <laughs> now, now, Costello, I'll have you know that I, Melonhead, was the greatest butler in the Dutch East Indies. I was known as Herr Von Melonhead. Now you're knowing as Von Herr Melonhead. <laughs> Get out of that shiny dome. <laughs> 
From the back, it looks like an empty, 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 empty car lot. Never mind lot. what it looks like. Costello, we have no time to <laughs> we have no time to waste. Now suppose your dinner is ready. How would you announce it to the guests? I just yelled, "The grub is here! Come on and get it!" No, no, <laughs> nothing like that. You stand in the doorway, your chest thrown out, your head tilted back, and with your nose pointed at the ceiling, you say, "Dinner is now served." Are you teaching me something, or are you smelling something? <laughs> I'm not smelling. I'm trying to teach you how to be a butler. Now, how does a butler announce the dinner at your house? We haven't got a butler at our house. No butler? If you have no butler, how in heaven's name do you know when dinner is served? When my mother takes the iron bars off the dining room door. Costello <laughs> <laughs> was impossible, Mr. Rabbit. Why, he doesn't even look like a butler. Look at me. I have the proper physique. Look at my shape. Ah, look at this leg. What a thigh. What a knee. What a calf. What an ankle. What a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mr. Melonhead, I've got a great idea. Why don't you stay and, and be my butler tonight? I'm sorry, Mr. Abbott. I couldn't possibly remain under the same roof with this ignorant little nincompoop. Costello, I have a word of advice to you. With your limited intelligence, you better start saving your money. Remember, pennies grow into nickels. Nickels is dimes. Dimes is a quarter. Quarters and a half. Half is a dollar. Dollars is a right. five. Five is a right. ten. Ten is a fifty. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. You sound like your mother was frightened by a cash register. Hmm. <laughs> yes, but my mother rang the bell. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> what an ugly individual. Oh, I wouldn't say that, Costello. There's something about Melonhead's face that grows on you. I'm glad it didn't grow on me. <laughs> oh, oh, Costello. Uh-oh. Fibber McGee. No, 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 no. Oh. This must be Carlotta. Oh, answer the door, Costello. And for heaven's sake, remember you're my butler. Gee, I'm so nervous, Costello. Uh, hand me a drink of water, will you please? Here you are, here you are. Thanks. Uh, oh, I'm still nervous. I, I can feel my stomach jumping inside. Don't look now, but the water you just drank had three goldfish in it. Oh, <laughs> you fool, answer the door. Good evening, my good man. Is your master in? Hey, Abbott! Is this Halloween? No. I thought not. Lady, take off that mask. <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask. Well, then put one on. <laughs> I'm here for a dinner engagement with Mr. Abbott. Oh, you're Mrs. Loganberry. Young man, the name is not Loganberry. It isn't Strawberry. It isn't Huckleberry. It's the same Cranberry. Well, you better come in before the kids in the neighborhood give you the raspberry. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, oh, my dear Collada, I'm so sorry. This young man is very new. Uh, one more remark from him and he'll never get old. Uh, <laughs> don't stand there. Take Carlotta's coat. Take her coat? Take her coat. Go ahead. Oh, me, eh? Me? Excuse me, the wind just changed. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rabbit, it was so nice of you to ask me to dinner. Oh, the pleasure's all mine, Mrs. Cranberry. Oh, no, please, not Mrs. Cranberry. Just call me Carlotta. And you can call me uh, Buddy. Oh, and you can call me Cosby. And you can call me uh, Butsy. And you can call me when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Budsy, darling, what an impertinent man. I have a feeling that I've seen this butler someplace before. It could have been at the Hollywood Legion Stadium last Monday night. What would I be doing at the Legion Stadium? Weren't you in a semi-wind-up with the Swedish angels? Charlotte, <laughs> <laughs> darling, I must go into the kitchen and see how dinner is coming. Costello, show Mrs. Cranberry into the garden. Okay. <laughs> What happened? Did you show Mrs. Cranberry into the garden? Show her? I thought you said throw her. <laughs> Speak to me, Carlotta. Where are you? Oh, here I am, stuck among the cabbage beds. Which head is yours? 
think she didn't fall into the tomatoes, we'd have never found her. Come, Carlotta, I'll help you to a chair. Costello, please, do something right. Put some romantic music on the Victrola. How about the beer barrel poker? Beer barrel poker? That isn't romantic. It is if you drink the beer first. <laughs> but, dear, I can't stand much more of this. Send that horrible person away. Costello, go into the kitchen and finish up preparing the food. Carlotta. Sit down here at the piano and sing something for me. Oh, I'd be glad to. It's me again. Hey, Abbott, kiss that thing before she ruins the dinner. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Vaughn Monroe? <laughs> Young man, what's wrong with my singing? You just soured three quarts of cream. <laughs> Get out there in the kitchen and finish your cooking. Oh, Carlotta, I have a question I want to ask. What, what, what the hell was that? Costello, what was that? I have a cannon in the kitchen. A cannon? What for? I'm shelling the peas. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. Oh, Carlotta, I've wanted this moment alone with you. Say that you will be mine. Say that you will marry me. Oh, Bertie, darling, I'm, I'm so young. I must get my parents' consent. Oh, darn that doorbell. The Molly, after Costello. Costello. Costello, answer that door. Oh, I got it. I got it. There's a young man here to see Mrs. Cranberry. Right this way. Albert, what are you doing here? I just had to see you, Grandma. Grandma? Grandma. Oh, oh Albert, you stupid boy, I'm ruined. Why did you have to come here to see your grandma? You spoiled the happiest moment of my life. Don't blame the kid, Grandma. He just came here to do you a favor. What do you mean, a favor? He told me he knew that you were coming here for dinner tonight, so he brought this for you. What is it? Your teeth. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello with the final word. Well, Costello, you certainly ruined things for me with Mrs. Cranberry tonight. But I phoned another girl and made a date with her. I expect her here any minute. Oh, uh, Mr. Abbott, there's a lady out here to see you. Uh, tell her to come in, Niles. Oh, no, you don't, Costello. I'm not going to have this lady come in here and be insulted. I promise. I won't say nothing bad about her, Abbott. You promise? I promise. Well, then, okay. It's all right for her to come in. You hear that, Niles? Wheel the old dame in. Good night, folks. <laughs> Thank you.
This is the Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.